Welcome to Hakol Radio's Top 3 segment, where we discuss the top three news stories of the day. Hakol Radio, powered by the Muncie Mavasser and broadcasting live from Schlerko Studios in Muncie, New York. Number 1 Hamas has put forward a ceasefire plan aimed at halting hostilities in Gaza for four and a half months, eventually leading to the end of the conflict. This proposal is in response to a mediation effort by Qatar and Egypt, which was supported by the United States and Israel. According to a draft document obtained by Reuters, Hamas plan, Hamas's plan consists of three phases, each lasting 45 days. The proposal entails the exchange of remaining Israeli hostages seized on October 7th for Palestinian prisoners, as well as the commencement of Gaza's reconstruction and the complete withdrawal of Israeli forces as well as the exchange of bodies and remains. Under Hamas's proposal, Israeli female hostages, males under 19, the elderly and the infirm, would be released in the first phase, exchanged for Palestinian women and children detained in Israeli jails. The release of, rem- of remaining male hostages and the exchanges of remains would occur in subsequent phases with an expectation for the sides to reach a definitive agreement to end the conflict by the end of the third phase. In an addendum to the proposal, Hamas expressed its desire for the release of 1,500 prisoners, with one-third of them selected from a list of Palestinians serving life sentences in Israeli prisons. The ceasefire plan also aims to enhance the flow of food and humanitarian aid to Gaza's population, which is grappling with severe shortages and hunger. All in all, Hamas is still demanding a permanent end to the war, the end of the Israeli-Egyptian blockade on Gaza, the reconstruction of the enclave, and the release of Palestinian prisoners, all terms deemed as non-starters for Israel. This was their delayed response to the hostage deal proposal, worked out in Paris last month, which Israel agreed to in principle. Qatar earlier said that Hamas answers, Hamas's answer was a positive response, but Israel absolutely refuses to hear it, and even U.S. President Joe Biden said Hamas's terms were, quote, a little over the top. IDF spokesman Rear Admiral Daniel Hagari said that the military had uncovered documents and other materials from a tunnel in the Gaza Strip, indicating Hamas's direct links and coordination with Iran. Quote, we found official documents of Hamas from 2020, including the details of the funds transferred from Iran to Hamas and Yahya Sinwar between 2014 and 2020. More than $150 million were transferred from Iran to Hamas, he said. This is also another example of how Iran exported terror across the Middle East. It's a global problem, Hagari added. Hagari also stated that in the same underground complex, troops had located a safe and additional bags containing more than 20 million shekel, roughly $5.5 million in cash. He further stated that troops had found millions more U.S. dollars in Hamas sites across the Gaza Strip. The IDF stated that ground troops continued to raid Hamas's site across the Gaza Strip while the Israeli Air Force and Navy strike targets belonging to the terror group. In Western Khan Yunus, the Paratroopers Brigade battled and killed dozens of Hamas terrorists over the past day. They also discovered and seized weapons used by Hamas, including assault rifles and explosives. Additionally, troops of the Maglan Commando Unit, also in Western Khan Yunus, engaged in close quarters combat, killing several Hamas terrorists, including three who fired anti-tank missiles. The Agos Commando Unit, raided several Hamas sites, resulting in the deaths of terrorists and the discovery of yet more tunnel shafts.
in another area of Khan Yunus, the 646th Reserve Paratroopers Brigade identified a Hamas terrorist nearby and called in an airstrike. Subsequently, three more terrorists were spotted and killed in subsequent strikes. The Gavadi Brigade also in Khan Yunus eliminated several Hamas terrorists and found weapons and documents belonging to the terror group. The IDF formally announced the death of the reservist who had succumbed to his wounds after being injured during fighting in the northern Gaza Strip in December, bringing the total of slain troops in the ground offensive against Hamas to 227. Hashem Number 2 Argentinian President Javier Milei landed on Tuesday, February 6th in Israel, where he announced that he would move Argentina's embassy to Jerusalem. Milei, who had made Israel the, des the destination of his first bilateral visit since he assumed the presidency in December, had pledged to make the move during his election campaign. There were no practical steps taken around the move, and there is no Argentinian ambassador in Israel as of yet. Still, an Israeli diplomat told the Times of Israel that, quote, the positive statement is important, and we look forward to Argentina opening the sixth embassy in Jerusalem. As of yet, the United States, Guatemala, Honduras, Papua New Guinea and Kosovo have embassies in Jerusalem. Other countries, including Hungary and the Czech Republic, have embassy branches in the capital. Special aid to the Argentinian president, Rabbi Shimon Axel Wanish, joined the president on his visit and is expected to serve in some diplomatic capacity in the future. Israeli Foreign Minister Israel Katz met Milei at Ben Gurion Airport and thanked the Argentinian president for supporting Israel in its war against Hamas in Gaza as well as for recognizing Jerusalem as Israel's capital. Quote, you are a person of values who is committed only to the truth, Katz told Millet. Later, Millet visited the Kosel, the Western Wall, appearing emotional and shedding tears, as well as meeting President Yitzhak Herzog. The two leaders visited kibbutz near Oz in the Gaza border area, which had been heavily attacked by Hamas on October 7th. He is slated to meet Pres Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu and members of his war cabinet on Wednesday, February 7th. Number 3 The number of migrants apprehended along the southwest border with Mexico in January fell by more than 50% from the record-shattering report in December. CBP patrol, border patrol agents assigned to the nine southwest border sectors apprehended just over 124,000 migrants who illegally crossed the border in January between ports of entry. This is down by more than 50% from the record-shattering 249,000 785 migrant apprehensions in December alone. So far, this fiscal year, which began on October 1, 2023, CBP agents along the southwest border encountered nearly 754,000 migrants. Breitbart Texas reached out to the U.S. Customs and Border Protection officials for information about the factors leading to the precipitous drop in January, and CBP's only response was to dodge the question and cite the historical trend of decreased apprehensions during January. CBP's statement ignores the efforts taking place in Mexico to round up migrants along its northern border, after which they are transported to central and southern Mexico, which undoubtedly is playing a role in the decrease in numbers. Breitbart News reports that following a dropping, dropping approval ratings for President Joe Biden on the topic of immigration and border security late in December, U.S. Secretary of State Anthony Blinken and Department of Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas traveled to Mexico to meet with Mexican President Andre Manuel López Obrador, where discussions took place on what Mexico could do to help the situation. 
The Mexican president hinted to the U.S. delegation that he would reduce migrant crossings into the U.S. if President Joe Biden provided more aid and support to Latin American dictators. Reports from Mexico indicate that Obrador wanted increased support for Cuba, Venezuela, and Nicaragua. Shortly after the meeting and an undisclosed and undisclosed agreement between Mexico and the United States, Mexican immigration and law enforcement officials began actions to round up migrants along this country's northern border and transported them back to Mexico. Mexican law enforcement authorities also removed migrants from trains heading from central Mexico to its northern border. These actions taken by the Mexican government led to the drop of more than 125,000 migrant apprehensions in January. An official operating under the umbrella of U.S. Customs and Border Protection told Breitbart News that the efforts by Mexico are not a long-term fix to the problem. Quote, the migrants are just being delayed from reaching the U.S. border, the source stated. The migrants are being moved further south, delaying their efforts to reach their goal of seeking asylum in the U.S. Breitbart News reached out to members of Congress and the office of House Speaker Mike Johnson for information about an agreement between Mexico and the United States to reduce migrant crossings. One congressman replied that it was not clear if the Biden administration would ever disclose an agreement of this nature. There do not appear to be any reports disclosing what the U.S. may have agreed to in return for Mexico's increased enforcement efforts. Thanks for tuning in to the Top 3 segment live on HACO Radio and have a great day.